Welcome everyone to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and today we're going to talk about three steps that you need to take to make important decisions in special education. As we get ready for one of the craziest back-to-school seasons ever, there's going to be a lot of tough decisions. Now, keep in mind that these three steps apply no matter what time of year it is, no matter what challenges we are facing, but they are definitely needed when we're really sitting with those hard decisions on what to do next. These three steps are also for anybody who sits at the IEP table. This is for parents, teachers, admins, therapists. We've got a lot of decisions that are going to be happening. So let's go ahead and jump right in. You guys know that I love the foundation of an IEP. I say it all the time. I'm going to say it again for you. It's to provide a free and appropriate public education. A lot of times we use a shorthand word for that called FAPE, but it's also to meet a child's unique needs and to prepare them for further education, employment, and independent living. Now, that word appropriate is where a lot of the complications and negotiations come into our special education conversations. So what's appropriate for my child is different than what's appropriate for your child, than what's appropriate for our our neighbor's child. It's really a word that is gray and it needs to be defined. Now, what was appropriate six months ago was not appropriate when our schools got shut down due to our virus crisis and is not gonna be appropriate in the fall either. I want you to start at this foundation of really thinking what is appropriate for your child and you have to give yourself permission to change that definition of appropriate. Because again, we are not in the same situation that we were when the original IEP was made or the annual IEP was made or the virtual IEP meeting that happened in the spring. Everything is ever evolving. So we're really basing our decision on deciding what is appropriate. Now that can be hard. So that's where your three steps come in. Our first one is that you have to be very intentional in putting your blinders on and not comparing to what other people are deciding. Maybe you're a teacher and you've decided that you don't wanna go back into the classroom because you know what, this isn't what you signed up for. And you feel shame in that and you feel guilt in that. If that's what's appropriate for you for this year or forever, that's okay. If you're a special needs parent and you're making decisions to send your child back to school and you know they're not going to be able to wear a mask and you know that they're going to need the exemption and other kids are going to be wearing masks and your child isn't and you're still sending your child to school and people are giving you a hard time about that. If that's what's right for your family and your child, that's okay. Because step two is you have to follow your gut. Now, I talk about this a lot, but it really applies here as we are making decisions based on a short-term amount of information. We don't have a lot of information about what is happening with the virus or what's happening with back to school or, or just what decisions are going to be made. We have very little information, but you do have an instinct. 
You have a parent instinct, you have a teacher instinct. And I can tell you, I've been doing this for almost 25 years that when I work with parents and they don't follow their gut, I work with teachers and they don't follow their gut and things go awry, things go differently than they had hoped. They feel regret over, oh, I know I should have just listened to my instincts. Now, those who follow their instincts and things go wrong, then they go, oh, I made the best decision I could. I really thought in my gut that this was the right thing to do. But we don't have that guilty feeling of why didn't I just listen to what I thought I knew was best? Why did I follow somebody else, right? Those blinders on, that no comparison that we just talked about. Why did we fall into watching everybody else and going against what our gut said? That leads to not feeling so great if things don't turn out the way that we want them to. So we've got our blinders on, we're not comparing, we're gonna follow our gut instinct. And then this last one, this is huge. You have to realize that no change that you make in your child's IEP or a teacher, if you decide not to go back to school this school year, or a parent who decides, you know what, we're not gonna deal with IEPs, we're gonna homeschool, no decision is permanent. You absolutely have the right to change and you should be changing things based on information that's going to be coming your way. Again, that word appropriate is not one definition for everybody. And at this point in time, it is definitely not one definition that sticks with a child for a long amount of time because things are always changing. So I want you to really think about this. I want you to really think about if you stopped looking at what other people were doing when it came to going to school, choosing to stay home, wearing masks, getting the doctor's note to not wear a mask. If you stopped comparing and you really listened to your gut and you knew that whatever decision you made could be changed in the future, what choice would you make for the fall. I can't wait to hear from you. Remember, you can always find me at masteriepcoach.com or specialedinnercircle.com. I hope that you join me behind the scenes so we can work together and I can help walk you through these difficult decisions. I can help talk it out over these three steps and what's going to be best for you and this upcoming school year. All right, everyone. I'll see you soon.